Welcome to the Real Estate Woman's Podcast. Thanks for pulling up a chair to our roundtable discussion. Here, we'll teach you how you can create a stream of passive income through multifamily investing, and we'll help you to shift your mindset so you can start living the life you really want to be living by design today. Hello, we're the Real Estate Women. I'm Tamara. I'm Crystal. I'm Candy. And I'm Colleen. Welcome to a mindset episode of our passive investing podcast. What is mindset? Mindset is the general attitude that we have in life. It's a way of thinking and behaving that is shaped by our beliefs. We've come to realize that mindset is the number one place to start when it comes to making a change in your life. It plays a significant role in determining your life's outcome. By understanding, adapting, and shifting your mindset, you can prepare yourself for growth in any way you desire. So in, in our last episode that we talked about mindset, we discussed start by starting. And today's episode, we're going to talk about fear, because one thing that will stop you from starting is fear. So that's why we brought, we brought up fear and exactly what is fear? Why do we have it? Fear helps you to stay in the present moment and to focus. Thinking about the future outcome of something unknown can be scary. It can bring up fear. If you're feeling worried or anxious about something, it usually stems from fear. So fear in the right dose, believe it or not, can actually be positive. So how can we put a positive twist on fear? Well, I think one of the easiest ways to put a positive twist on fear is to break it down, you know, make it uh, less scary. To do that, one of the great ways to do it is think about fear is false evidence appearing real. Uh, and that's, that's, there's so much truth behind that because a lot of times you're afraid of the unknown and what, what is the unknown really? Well, you don't know. So your mind is automatically creating what that black question mark is behind that mystery door. So there's, that's just fear. It's really the unknown. And that's what it really comes down to. And quite frankly, experiencing the unknown can produce fear and anxiety for a lot of people. And it's really, really hard to push through that sometimes. And it's easy to get trapped in that, like, oh my gosh, I'm scared mindset, but really it's the fear of the unknown. Um, and I think everybody one at one time in their life has really experienced it probably a ton, many times. And I think an important thing to do is to just really remember, well, I've pushed through the fear in the past, so I can push through it again that way. And um, maybe a good way to kind of start that is just to discuss, you know, different ways that we have all pushed through different types of fears. Um, so for you ladies, what are some ways that you guys have pushed through like a big fear in your life um, that you could really share with us? Well, I, um, going back in time a bit for me, um, real estate wise, I, I was in corporate America and had a W2 job and, and a good position and benefits. And, um, I wanted to get into real estate and going from that to commission only and, um, having that, not being able to budget, not knowing what my income was going to be and, uh, taking that leap of faith out of fear, all those things and setting it aside and believing in myself um, and pushing forward and saying, this is what I'm going to go for um, really led, you know, that, that would be my first gut reaction to that question. That's good. Yeah, it it uh, brings me back to when I started in real estate, we started with flips and flips, <laughs> fix and flips that we lived in at first. 
And I can remember that first house that we bought that we were not going to live in because I was tired of living in a construction project. And I remember taking a HELOC out on our house and taking money out of our savings and just thinking, oh my gosh, I am taking on you know, a second huge debt. I have my mortgage, I have my kids to provide for, and now I have a second debt, you know? And it was just a lot, but if I let that hold me back, I wouldn't have progressed and moved forward in life. So sometimes you just got to jump in and get your feet wet. And, you know, I knew we could do it, but it was definitely my mind that was just telling me to be scared, you know, to be worried. I remember when I was doing my, building my house, I, 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 it was like necessity because I wanted to stay here on Cape Cod. I built, I had my license. I built artificial trees and rocks for zoos of all things. Uh, but when it came to building my house, I was terrified. I didn't know if I could do it because I'd never built a house, a human home. So um, one thing that I, do, I, that I did to help myself with the fear of doing that and being, and being successful was to think about the people that I knew that actually build homes. And when I thought about them and who they were in the world, I was like, I'm just like them. I can do it as well. And that's how I stepped into the fear, even though through the whole process, you know, I continued to experience different levels of fear. And that's also something that'd be really interesting to take note of as you're experiencing fear and stepping into the hurdles and over them. And sometimes you're going to trip and fall um, is to be able to identify that it's going to be an ongoing process. It's never, never something that goes away. That's true. And not only is it something that doesn't go away all the time, sometimes it can be projected onto you from other people and maybe not even negative people. Maybe it's just caring, loving people that have a fear. I know I experienced that a lot in my life. I have a, a big family and they're absolutely amazing. But, um, you know, everyone I have, my grandmother, especially, she's always, oh, be careful, be careful. Don't, oh my gosh, like, you can't do that. Like, she's always so worried. She's always so afraid of things. And she comes from a place of love. But really what happens a lot of the time is the, is projecting fear. And she's always, mm -hmm. I remember the first time when I bought my first three family, you know, I was um, in experiential marketing, you know, that as a W2 contractor. So I never, I didn't have a consistent job. I was always, you know, after my contract ended, I was going to the next contract, but I knew real estate was at the time I thought it was going to be my retirement plan. And, um, Oh, I was so excited for it. And she was happy for me and my whole family was happy, but um, there was always that, oh, be careful, be careful. Are you sure? Like you gotta be careful. And it's so easy to get sucked in to that fear being projected onto you. But what you have to, um, what I kind of did is remember that, well, that's coming from a place of love. She's is wants me to be careful. Yes, she's worried, but I have, I, you know, it's nerve wracking the first time you take on a mortgage or something and you just don't know like, okay, I have to pay this bill, this big bill coming, you know, are the renters going to pay half this? You just never know. But I think really stepping in and realizing that, okay, I can do this, take a deep breath and just go, go through it and realizing that, uh, you know, put up a little wall if you're getting fear projected onto you from others is <laughs> an important thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and also too, thinking about that, it's always like, it's, sometimes it's fear that people, if they've had the experience, you want to listen to some of the experiences they've had, but they've never had the experience of mm -hmm. doing what you're trying to do, not necessarily the person to be listening to and taking on that fear. 
Great point. That's a really great point. The other thing that comes to mind is that the projection part is that change. Like the when you're ch trying to change something or grow or learn something, then fear goes alongside that. And so it's uh, important, I think, to distinguish, you know, which one is going on and not let fear take over. Um, and just, you know, it's a, it's a belief in yourself, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's a, it's, we're all a work in progress, right? <laughs> so, Well, that's like a natural, our brain naturally wants to produce fear to protect us. It's that part right. of the brain to keep us alive. Yet, you know, in today's world, you know, that part of our brain, if we don't pay attention to it, it can, it can paralyze us with fear. Mm -hmm. And it's deciphering, is this a life-threatening fear, which mm -hmm. usually when we're making these kinds of decisions that we're talking about, it's really not. It's just unknown. So therefore, it is fearful. Yeah. And, and I think like, the hardest part is not... it could be a life-altering decision that you're making, you know, so you need to really weigh it. That's true. That's true. And th those... Sometimes that's the toughest part once you get into the like, you know, weighing of the decisions like, okay, this is going to be a life changing decision for me. Like it gets really easy to let your imagination get, um, you really get away from you at that point. Cause when you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to do this. This is going to change my life. It's going to, you know, my first investment or my biggest investment. And it's, there's so many positives, but it's really easy to let your mind get carried away. Um, I think it's really important to just remember to reel yourself in. And I think that's um, a good thing that a lot of you ladies have brought up kind of, you know, look around at other people that, you know, look for people that are in the same, you know, be it, it be it investing or be it building a house or anything, mm -hmm. look to other people. And that's a good time to use your network, ask questions. Like, how did you get through it? Um, doing things like listening to the podcast, getting through the fears. That's really helpful because it helps mm -hmm. to reel you in, you know, make helps you to yeah. not let your imagination get away from you to realize that everybody has fear. It, doesn't go away. It's just all about working through it, I think, because you you will always have fears in one thing or another, especially like, gosh, just being a mom, like you think of all the little things like you're, it's hard for everything, not the, the worst case scenario, not to be the first thing that pops up in your head. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, that's not going to happen. I need to snap out of it. There's no way that X, Y, Z crazy circumstance is going to happen as I'm uh, crossing the street. But, um, it, I think that's half of the, yeah. half the battle It's really in your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think you just, you have to be realistic about it too. Like thinking about some of those things, right. There's people out there that can't, you know, I'll look at Pinterest and there are some awesome things on there. Right. But realistically, some of those things that mine look like the fails, we've all seen them out there. Right. So you have to be realistic in there, sometimes there's a reason your fears are holding you back, right? Because your fear right. is like, I did this, I couldn't make a gingerbread house. Maybe I shouldn't build a house. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, so there's some, there's some being realistic with your goals too, that, that maybe if your fears do keep you back right. from making those mistakes, that's not a bad thing. Um, but you can't, you know, but if you know you're capable of doing certain things, then yes, by all mm -hmm. means, sometimes you need to jump in. You need to take those steps, take that action. You need to start by starting and try it. So Colleen, what bubbles up what you, um, from what you were saying is to, to make measurable like moves 
So then you do feel like, okay, you know, I, I did this, I accomplished this, let, mm -hmm. let's go to the next level and build on it. And us having these kinds of conversations, you know, it's just, it's comforting in the fact that you're not, you know, we're not alone. And talking about this, you know, maybe people didn't always, or, or they feel like they're the only ones. And, you know, this is, you know, part of the reason why we want to talk about this is that they're not, you know, you're not alone and we're not, you know, we're sharing this and, um, you know, it just, it's just part of, it's part of it and it's all right. Mm -hmm. And when I think about the, just about like bringing that around to like choosing to invest in multifamily, mm -hmm. I remember looking at my, my first deal that I was going to invest in as a limited partner and mm -hmm. I was terrified and even just n not the fact it was just because it was the first time, mm -hmm. but I had educated myself enough on being able to look at the data. And then that told me, you know, that helped me with one fear. And then the other fear is like, who, who are these people I'm investing with? Well, mm -hmm. I'd done my research. So I'd done all my due diligence on everything I need to do. And I was still feeling the fear before, you know, like, do I hit the send button? You know, it's like, ah, what do I do? But um, I'm so happy I did. I'm yeah. so happy I took that that risk. And the only reason it felt that way is because I had never done it before. Mm -hmm. and, and identifying that and taking that feeling and saying, what other things, whether it had to do with real estate or not, what other things have I done that I'm feeling this kind of anxiety and fear about and what did it feel like after I did did it, it yeah. you know much better and the more yeah. that I experienced that then I realize I'm growing you mm -hmm. know you have to feel a little bit of feel fear and feel uncomfortable in order to grow or otherwise your life is going to be the same day living the same day for years and years and yeah I think feeling that fear also helps you you know once you step out of your comfort zone like making that step you feel so alive like mm -hmm. it's like such like an adrenaline rush to step out of your comfort zone it's mm -hmm. it's the scary the scariness is jumping over that line but soon as your feet hit the ground on the other side like you get that burst of like you feel alive you did it you did something and then i think you have to remember when you're um, coming up to the next thing you're afraid of think back Think back to the last time you crossed that comfort zone line and how you felt, how accomplished did you feel when you did something you didn't think you could do, whether it's something silly like, a, you know, run a 5K or, you know, make a dinner you didn't think you could make, do something from scratch, no matter what it is, like, remember that feeling and take it into the next moment. Because I think that's so empowering to feel that, like, for me, at least the adrenaline rush of getting to the other side is always really a helpful thing to draw back on because uh, it's easy to draw back on strong emotions. Try to stick with the power, the empowering ones, not the sad or scary ones. <laughs> and celebrate those wins, celebrate those, those baby steps that you've taken and, and feeling that adrenaline of like, Hey, I did this. Look what I did. Even if it's, it's that little tiny baby step to start by starting and, and share those wins selectively to people that support you not the people that are telling you the fear but share those little baby steps on those actions that people that really genuinely support you or have been or already are where you want to be um, because you will be amazed at how much support you'll be surrounded by when you do that and i i think you had a really good point in that being selective um 
Candy, about who right. you uh, share these things with. That's really, really important, I think, and super powerful. Um, I was just listening to the book, Believe It, um, from uh, the creator of the founder of It Cosmetics. And she, I love how she says, like, be selective with your microphone. Only give your microphone to somebody that you want to listen to. Make sure your microphone doesn't go to that negative person. Give your microphone to somebody that you want to hear from. So I think it's really important for us to all, you know, remember, right, as she says, like, you have the power. It's your microphone. Whoever you give it to is how you're going to be influenced. So really take hold of your microphone and only give it to people that really, truly deserve that for deserve to be heard. So that's that's a really good point. And I think it's right. so important for every aspect. Of yeah. Life. Mm. Definitely. Mm. It's it's funny, all these little things. It's it's so easy to remember now at the moment, but the question is like, what are we gonna do? Like the next time one of us are gonna be are in this position of like, oh my gosh, the fear. What is it? What's the first thing that you guys are gonna try to bring to your head, to your mind? Like, okay, you're at you're at that crossroad right now and you're staring fear like you know you're staring it right in the eye like what do you think is the first thing that you're going to want to bring up in your mind and what would you recommend the listeners to be be the first thing like okay this is what I should I sh- that this is the thing I should concentrate on this is what I should focus on for me the first thing if I have fear that's so strong and I know that it has to do with like stepping into the into the unknown I say the serenity prayer God grant me the serenity to set the things I can change. I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And when I say that over and over again, it's like the pieces of what I need to do kind of break down in almost a, like a to-do list. And then I let go of what I can't control and I only control what I'm meant to control. And that's really freeing for me. That's I'm going to break awesome, that down. Katie. I love that thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. What bubbled up for me is um, to take a pause, to, like to to take a pause and, you know, just mentally um, break it down. And then I, I say buckets, put it into buckets and, you know, which bucket am, is important to carry forward. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the, then leave that bucket behind in, in that pause and just realize that like, okay, I, I, and how much the percentage that you want to do something and, you know, even bring fear along with you if, if in order to take that step forward. I'm definitely that, um, analytical person that I'll get my pen and paper out and write my pros and cons list. And then I'll reevaluate it even. And, you know, sometimes there's some cons that you can mitigate the damage with, you know, right? Like, oh, I'm so afraid of taking out this much of a loan, but do I have to take out that much of a loan? Maybe I can, you know what I mean? So I I like to break it down and really look at at things and, and kind of decide. And generally speaking, most of those decisions, I'm like, I can do this. The cons are, are really fears that are not life-threatening. It's not going to kill me. I can get myself, if something bad happens most of the time, I can get myself back up on my feet, right? You know, like nobody wants to lose tens of thousands of dollars or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, but mitigate that as you go, or you can definitely try to. Um, So that's me. I'm that analytical, like that list and look at it person. I think that seems to be kind of out of, I, I know I'm the same way. I'm definitely like, just like you, Colleen, in a lot of ways, like I'm, 
I, I like to see it physically on list, like having that list written down, you can analyze each different thing on the list. And then you say, okay, well, that's like, and that's an illogical fear. This isn't illogical. That one makes sense. And then breaking mm-hmm. it down more. And I think kind of, quite frankly, that's kind of what all every all kind of feel just expressed in different ways. Um, so it's funny to see that common, the common denominator is, you know, taking the deep breath, whether it's breaking down into buckets, whether things are being pulled apart um, after the serenity prayer, or you're just writing a physical list. It's all about being scared of something that you don't know what's going to happen. And then once you break it down into a smaller piece, a smaller step, and you're kind of able to work through that. So that's, that's all really great. And I, I love all the different strategies too, because it's not, I don't always have a pen and paper nearby. I need to get good at that serenity <laughs> prayer candy. I really like that one. <laughs> I've heard it, but I, I, it's not one of those top of mind things. That's really good though. I can rattle it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> you definitely sure. must help. You must use it a lot. It's helpful. You know, one other thing I just wanted to add was that um, whether using all of the strategies that we just talked about is also one thing that that I always think about too is that if I still have hesitance and 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 I can't quite make the decision, I ask my question myself: Am I going to regret if I don't do this? Uh-oh. And that usually answers my question very quickly, because yep. if I if I kind of like sleep on it and I wake up going, what if I didn't do this? Uh-huh. Would I really regret that? Then I usually make that decision pretty quickly. Yep. That's a really yeah. good flip it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do think there is a lot of truth to you. The saying you only regret the things you don't do and i do think that that's a good 95 percent of the time at least you know there's always you know those crazy silly things that you shouldn't do and it's yeah. the reason fear is in you in the first place but um i do think that that's probably the five percent where it's the 95 percent where yeah. it's because it, if you're thinking that long and hard about it more than likely it's for a reason if it's really bugging you if it's deep yeah. down in your gut and it's bubbling up so often, mm-hmm. it's definitely for a reason, unless it's that 5% of craziness that, you know, we all get sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and don't forget, you know, the most beautiful things, if you think about mistakes, like if, if, if it's the fear of if something not being perfect or going in, in a certain mm-hmm. direction, uh, think about just looking outside in nature, the most, the most beautiful things have imperfections in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the diamonds, uh, you know, a diamond is, is just the pressure. Exactly. Pressure is what makes a diamond. Mm-hmm. So if you really just think about like looking at the sky, just the blue sky is kind of, it's beautiful, but, but the sky with clouds, it's gorgeous yeah. and it changes all the time. So imperfections are actually a beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. so thinking about even if you move forward and doing something, if you make a mistake, it adds beauty and it's always, always a good story to tell. We always like to have good stories to tell. Yeah. Yep. And every mistake is a lesson learned, lesson learned. So that's mm-hmm. what you always got to remember too. But uh, gosh, that's I think I always say off. it's only a loss. Yeah. It's only a loss if you win or learn. And if you don't learn, then it's a loss. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like that. I have to remember that one too. (laughs) That's a really good one. Gosh, I think we could go on and on and talk about this for ages, ladies, but it's time to kind of wrap it up here. Um, You know, I think some of the biggest things that we realized throughout this is 
going back to taking a deep breath, breaking down what the fear really is, what it resonates with in a, you know, how can you kind of uh, look deeper at what it is and breaking it down in your own different way. And that seems to be the biggest thing of fear. And I think that also um, realizing that it's easy to be afraid of the unknown and everybody is, and you're not the only one here and realizing that once you cross that line of out of your comfort zone, that's where you truly start living. Life is lived outside of your comfort zone and nothing, it is nothing to fear in your comfort zone. That's why it's all cozy and comfy. So remember life is lived outside of that. Embrace the fear, do it smart, uh, make your lists in whatever way you do. And I, you know, I think that's kind of really Good way to sum up everything we just chatted about ladies this was this was so great um yeah fear it's a good thing <laughs> so i'd like to you know we want to thank our listeners today for joining us at the round table um today we've um unfortunately run out of time but if you'd like to learn more um about us uh please check us out on instagram facebook um and subscribe our, and our youtube and you can always visit us also at our website at therealestatewomen.com. Bye. Until next time. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not licensed professionals and do not give investment advice, tax advice, or other professional advice. Please consult a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.